hi everybody. Doug the Brain Guy here with you again on this rainy, rainy, gloomy day here in Daytona Beach, Florida. This is the third straight day of rain we've had, and I don't know if it means anything, but as I look out the window of my office, I see a couple people building an ark. I'm not sure what that means. Well, welcome back with us. I'm on the second floor, so I think we can get through this. We're going to get back to our brain school for seniors. And as you know, we've started now into our brain apples. We finished brain apple one and two in previous podcasts. And today, uh, after some preliminary information, we're going to go into brain apples number three, stomp the ants, A-N-T-S. But before we do that, I want to back up because, uh, you know, I'm not perfect either. My brain's not perfect. I'll be 80 years old next year. And by golly, my brain talks back to me too. And we're going to learn how to deal with that. But my wife reminded me the other day of a contractor we had in one of our classes that uh, going back to... uh, the, the brain science discoveries and to uh, brain apples number one, supersize your greeting, and brain apples number two, take an inventory. If you remember, we've learned that five sixths of your brain believes everything that you tell it. Keep that in mind. That's your Nancy, your non conscious brain. It controls and has tremendous power over you. Well, this is amazing. One time we were preparing for one of our continuing education seminars for Florida home builders, and we got a a message from one of the contractors, and he asked us uh, in a particular city we were going to. I won't mention which city. But he contacted us, and he wanted to know if the chairs in our classroom were real comfortable. Well, I mean, that's not a terrible question to ask. I understand they have to be there from 7 in the morning till 6 at night. So I wrote back, uh, yes, uh, this particular hotel has very comfortable chairs. And then he wrote back and asked, well, are the chairs real sturdy and strong? Well, I don't know. I don't know why he was asking, but I assume they are. Well, you guys, we got to the class, and this contractor weighed 305 pounds. No wonder he wanted to know if the chairs were comfortable. No wonder he wanted to know if they were sturdy. As a matter of fact, and I'm not making fun of this in any way, shape, or form, but he needed two chairs to sit on. But you know what? We talked in that class about our studies on the brain. We talked in that class with the contractors about how five, six of your brain believes everything that you send in. That's why sad movies appear to be sad. That's why scary movies uh, make your heart rate go up, even though you know darn well it's just a movie. And we talked with him about something you're going to learn about in a future brain apple called interstates, about saying things over and over to yourself to convince your non-conscious brain that it's real.
And you know what happened? He created an interstate for himself. He created an interstate for himself that said, I am fit and thin and eat healthy foods. I am fit and thin and eat healthy foods. Now you know that's a lie. He looks in the mirror and sees that body. Are you kidding me? His conscious brain is laughing at Nancy and this crazy lie that he's fit and thin and only eats healthy food. But you know what? If he says that over and over, 21 to 30 days, repeats that interstate over and over every day, especially in front of a mirror, will teach you how that works in another brain apples down the road. But you know what happened? Yeah. His brain started believing that. His body starting acting upon that. And the next time I saw him, which was a, a good year, a little bit more than a year later, he had lost over 100 pounds. A hundred pounds. And he did not diet at all. He just learned how his brain worked and he trained it to work better. I'm fit and thin and eat healthy foods. But remember, just like we said in that previous Brain Apple, supersize your greeting and other information that we've given you, you don't want it to be a negative positive. It's got to be a positive positive. So he did it right. He said, I'm fit and thin and eat healthy foods. He didn't say, don't eat junk. Don't drink that second soda. Don't eat that brownie. Don't do this. Don't do that. Because what he sees is a picture of exactly what he doesn't want. Jimmy, whatever you do, don't spill the milk. Uh-uh. I'm fit and thin and eat healthy foods. All right. I had forgotten to share that with you, and I want to thank my wife for bringing that up to me. Man, oh man, what a wonderful, wonderful story. All right, here we go. We're ready now for Brain Apples number three. Now, doggone it, we know from your inventory that you've got ants in your head, automatic negative thoughts. These things are created by your amygdala, A-M-Y-G-D-A-L-A. You have two amygdala in your brain. They sit on the end of the hippocampus in each side of your brain. The hippocampus is a horseshoe-shaped organ in your brain. And the amygdala sits on the end. And amygdala is Greek for almond-shaped. And it's, a, it's an almond shape on the end of your hippocampus. But man, oh man, when the Creator put us together, it has some tremendous importance. When man was first on this planet, it was vitally, vitally important to overemphasize a negative. Imagine if you were uh, alive back then, dodging saber-toothed tigers and pterodactyls and, and uh, all these crazy cavemen trying to kill you and eat you. Well, it was your amygdala, amygdala that helped you overemphasize a negative that kept you safe. Those were the people who survived back then. 
because they overemphasize the negative. Well, as far as I know, we don't have pterodactyls roaming the earth anymore. But the amygdala is still there trying to overemphasize the negative. Its job is to keep you safe and to keep you in your comfort zone. That's its duty. And remember, it doesn't think. It can't think. It's pre-programmed to do that. Write this down. Your amygdala is not your achieving friend. It's not your achievement friend. When you start to get out of your comfort zone, you get uncomfortable, right? Well, what causes that? Your doggone amygdala does that. Because it's trying to keep you the same. Automatic negative thoughts. Automatic negative thoughts. You never again want to allow an automatic negative thought to get completed by your automated part of your brain, Nancy. You, you can't stop, S-T-O-P, you cannot stop automatic negative thoughts from firing. We are pre-programmed that way. You can't stop them but you can redirect them. You can stomp, S-T-O-M-P, those automatic negative thoughts. And I'm going to show you exactly how, or tell you exactly how. By the way, ants are rarely, if ever, true. They're rarely the truth. They're almost always a lie to try to keep you in that comfort zone, keep you in that bubble, keep you from achieving better. And we got to learn how to stomp them. You know, you, you, you've already done the, the big first step, which is to uh, uh, take an inventory to see exactly how bad it is. And keep in mind also, uh, here, here's another little hint. Uh, Anytime you hear something coming from your brain that has the word always in it or the word never in it, alert, 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 that's probably a negative, automatic negative self-talk. Oh, I'll never get a raise. Oh, man, I always screw up when I get to this part of the golf course. Man, I'm terrible with names. No, you're not. You just don't know how your brain works. So you're going to have a poop load of automatic <laughs> poop load. Sorry. You're going to have a lot of automatic negative thoughts. You know, a good friend of mine, Jack Canfield, he wrote a book called The Success Principles, and he talks about them, the ants, at length in his book. The, the term ants was... Uh, formulated by uh, Dr. Amen, exactly spelled that way. Uh, neuroscientist out in California that, that does brain imaging and is an expert at brain imaging. He called them automatic negative thoughts, and he's right. And Jack Canfield talks about them in his book, How Do You Get Rid of the Ants? You Can't Get Rid of the Ants. They are lies perpetrated on you by your amygdala to try to keep you safe, 
to keep you where you are, to keep you in your little shell, and to keep you from achieving more. Ants are lies. So now, you've got no excuse for continuing any ant that falls into one of the categories we just talked about. The always and uh, the nevers and the I can'ts. Because you now know how to recognize the ant. And in just a minute, I'm going to show you how to stomp the ants. And all this will be happening inside your brain. And remember this. You might want to write this down also. Ants are lies. The amygdala is not your achievement, friend. And here comes a new one. Responsibility always trumps entitlement. Always. Take the rap. It's automatic. You can't stop it. But we'll show you how to fix it. You want to know how? Well, I'm not sure we talked about it in a previous podcast, but if you, if you want to form a habit in your brain, on average, it takes about 30 days. So what we want you to do is every time for 30 days, every time that you recognize yourself thinking an automatic negative thought or you hear an automatic negative thought or you smell an automatic negative thought, slap your left knee. Or better yet, this is what I suggested. Take a rubber band, a a thick rubber band, or you know how these, uh, all these charities have these uh, wristbands, different colors, you know, purple and red and pink and what have you. Get one of those that doesn't have anything on it. And with an ink pen right on it, stomp the ants. You know I should have some of those made. That'd be a great idea. So what you do is you, you put on that wristband... And every time that you think an ant, snap your wristband, snap a rubber band, take some physical action as a trigger to not stop the ant, but to interrupt the ant. See, you don't ever want to allow an ant to get completed again. You can't stop them in their tracks. It's automatic. When Jack Canfield uh, invited me out to his uh, estate out in California to interview me for his book, The Success Principles, he was amazed when I told him this. He thought you had to go back and clear all these negative things from your brain. No, you just got to teach your brain to take a detour, not allow the automatic negative thought to be completed. Snap that wristband. Snap that rubber band. Because you know what happens? Physically, been proven, if you complete without redirecting, you're going to cause a release of toxins toxins in your brain that will not be cleared. Those negative neurotransmitters have to be utilized as energy. And if you don't dissipate them, 
you can literally make yourself physically sick. So instead of damming up those negative thoughts, you've got to convert them. You've got to convert them into a positive, positive thought, a positive, positive statement. Think of this as kind of a, a, a mental house cleaning. If you want to make your house look better, you, 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 you do not want to just take out the old furniture and then sit in an empty house. you got to replace the old furniture with wonderful, new, sharp-looking furniture. The instant you recognize an ant occurring, you have to snap your wrist or rechannel it into a positive, positive statement. Now, this is, this is a tremendous tool you can use. That positive, positive statement, listen now, it does not have to be related to the negative thought, the negative ant that has started. It can be totally related to something different. So if you think a big ant, such as, oh man, I'm, I'm too old, I'm never going to learn to compete, stop immediately and replace it with a positive, positive thought, such as, you know, my oldest son, I'm so proud of him as a father. He is raising two wonderful children. I'm going to reward myself for the great job I did helping to raise him because I'm so proud of him and the way he's turned out. In fact, I think I'll give him a call right now and let him know. You see what you've done? It's not related to your aunt. But it redirects the ant and makes it take a detour. You have stomped the ant. You're creating new neuron pathways in your brain. And you will reduce your ants over a 30-day period or more significantly. You'll become a more positive thinker. How do you like that for a cliche? A positive thinker, a positive mindset. No, you can't do that all the time because your brain is pre-programmed with ants. And this brain apples is called stomping the ants. In my personal opinion, uh, this is one of the most important techniques you can ever learn and turn into a habit in your lifetime. Don't let those ants control you. Get that wristband. Send me an email, Doug at brainapples.com. Let me know what you're using. I had one student, a friend of mine, that came to one of my Mind Your Brain live seminars, and her idea was to slap her cheek. And what she found out in the beginning, she was getting one red cheek, so she had to put a whole lot more makeup on that side of her face. I said, uh, hello, how about slapping with the other hand for a while? And here's a final suggestion before we complete this particular podcast. I would strongly suggest that you sit down, get some index cards, and write out several positive, positive statement thoughts. Could be one sentence, could be more than one sentence. Things like the example I just gave you where I detoured an ant and turned it into a positive, positive thinking about how wonderful my son has been as a father. 
You could probably think of a dozen or more. Put them on an index card. Carry it in your pocket. Carry it in your purse. Carry it in your wallet. Nothing wrong with being prepared. And review them. You know, when you get up in the morning, it's a good idea that the scientists say uh, that before you get out of bed, you should sit on the edge of the bed for a while. Otherwise, the blood may totally flow out of your head, and when you get up, you might faint and fall over. I have a friend that that happened to. That's not cool. So what a perfect time. Fill out that index card. Put it on your nightstand and every morning when you wake up. Sit up. Turn on the light. And read your positive, positive list that you're going to use when them ugly ants start appearing. What do you think? Okay, have a positive, positive, ready and loaded, because you know those ants are coming. And you can't stop them, you can stomp them. Why? Because the Creator gave them to us. It was a good thing. Now you can turn it into a tremendous thing. Why your brain works, and you learn to make it work better. All right. That's Brain School for Seniors, Brain Apples number three, Stomp the Ants. In our next session, remember, we post these uh, podcasts, and we try to keep them to uh, around 20 minutes, 25 minutes, so that, uh, you know, you don't get bored and you don't have to take all day sitting there learning about your brain. You can learn it in what I call brain bites. Next time, we're going to do Brain Apples number four, Talk back to Miggy. <laughs> you know who Miggy is. That's your amygdala. We're going to learn how you can talk back to Miggy. Yep. It'll work. This is Doug the Brain Guy. I hope it stops raining. If it doesn't, I'll see you on the ark. In the meantime, just remember... I don't care if you're 50, 60, 70, 80, or 108. If you learn about the new brain research discoveries, and if you learn techniques and strategies that you can apply based on those discoveries, you can expect, not maybe, not possibly, you can expect the rest of your life to reduce memory loss, to increase your productivity, increase your performance levels, and increase your achievements right away, all the way up to the day you pass. This is Doug the Brain Guy. We'll talk again next time. We love you all. Be sure to send me an email, Doug at BrainApples.com. And do me a big, big favor, would you? If you think this is useful. I've, I've got a really good friend who was my wife and I's pastor uh, before we moved over here to Daytona Beach. We went to a cowboy church. Uh, pastor Norman Edwards, wonderful, he and his wife Phyllis. We went to church in a barn. And I talked to him this week and wonderful, he and his wife Phyllis are listening to my podcast together. It gives me goosebumps to hear that. And you know what he did? They have two uh, screens, of course, in the 
barn that's uh, the church, Triple Cross Church over in Micanopy. He put the link to our podcast up on the screen for us to try to help people in the church learn how their brain works so they can make it work better. And oh yeah, down the road, you know we're going to tie the brain research to what the Lord has created. This is Doug the Brain Guy. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody.